1: of the sc report we've just come straight out of magic round and heading into round 10 the buys are only a couple of weeks away and it's a very very important time now for us to be starting to make those moves to try and field numbers for the buy rounds it's Wenin here and i'm joined by a sick jt it seems that the uh, Magic Round got the better of you, champ. It did, Magic Round one, JT zero. I'm not feeling the greatest, whether that was being surrounded by
0: 40,000-odd people for the three days, uh, caught something from someone, all those bloody Bronco fans on Friday night, I reckon. Maybe it was your visit to Honey bees every
1: night. <laughs> Don't get paid enough for that, mate. You're not paying me enough. Oh, well, well, thank you very much for being here. I know I dragged you out of your sick bed But it's the kind of commitment that you've shown this week that I just wish that uh, Wilfred could deliver. (laughs) Uh, Minutes is uh, a few days late. Um, Apparently, he busted his laptop, but I'm going with the uh, The dog ate it. Dog ate it. Sorry. Yeah, I heard something about the kids knocked it off. Knocked
0: the laptop off the desk or something like that, old Wilfie. But he had a big weekend as well. So he did. He he so did. can I preface this, that anything I'm going to say on this podcast is probably even more useless than normal. I've been bedridden for about two days, so my stat intake and research is probably at Kirkup levels. Although, if well, we get into... Yeah, well, yeah, we'll
1: get into that a little bit later on. Um, so you're back from Cairns now and in person's fantastic. I'm on a high because my boy is uh, Aston Villa, um won the semi-final of the championship playoff this morning in penalties so they go through to to wembley in two weeks to see and the winner goes through to the back into the premier league so i'm pretty pumped about that after what was a, a very average season up until about three months ago so i'm in a good mood jt i am in a good mood speaking of good moods we we're all in a fantastic mood over the weekend magic round was a cracker oh, i loved it I, um
0: Cheers for the the tickets. We had awesome seats all weekend. Um, some pretty good games littered amongst it. Some dodgy ones, especially that last one on on Sunday to get through. But uh, I had a great yes, time outs. out there. <laughs> go, go stuff yourself, mate. Not I was uh, yeah, not in a good mood on the walk home. But what a great weekend. I love it. Was a carnival atmosphere. There it was just jerseys all throughout the city for the um, the weekend. Um, it's a great great uh, showpiece for rugby league. What was your one highlight? Uh, it's probably too many to put in, but I reckon Caelan Pong is strolling over for that try. Um, and all five of us there um, jumped out of our seats like absolute idiots Yep, um, in amongst a, a fairly docile crowd and uh, just carried on. All over Supercoach Points, mate. That's what this game's about. It's about having fun, not having a whinge about scoring or whatever. Yeah, You take these moments. That's why we play it. Absolutely.
1: I-, I thought it was a fantastic crowd. Um great just that you know people were there watching their team but stayed all along. so I had lots of neutral supporters the whole time so I thought it was fantastic. Um, quick shout out to the punters that we met on the weekend had a couple of meet and greets throughout fantastic kept on bumping into them um, and it was just really really good to to put uh, you know a face to a name or a handle or have you, you want to do it so thank you everyone for coming out and saying g'day it was um, greatly appreciated and um, really really enjoyed meeting you all.
0: Yeah, special shout out to the Leon Bot Cup boys. So I ran into Pete and Scott from there probably about 700 times over the course of the weekend. And that's just the kind of thing Magic Round was. Everywhere you went, there were um, people having drinks and watching the footy and talking footy. Um, so it was great to, great to be amongst it.
1: So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, guys. You can do so via iTunes, Spotify, Google, any of the other really good providers. The benefit is that as soon as this podcast is uploaded... Um, you'll have it automatically in your feed. You don't need to go to the website and stream it or download it or search for it. It just appears. So do that. Uh, it's a really, really easy way to, to hear the podcast each week. And um, please, we'd love for you to just a review or uh, give us some feedback if you can um, on, the pod, on iTunes or whatever. It helps with um, driving uh, the podcast views and, and all that stuff. And we, we really, really appreciate, appreciate the feedback. So that'd be great to get that going. All right, let's get stuck into the meat of the podcast, JT. Around the Grounds. So there's been some good movements in the rankings this week, I think, for all of us, JT. It's, um, there were some huge scores uh, over the weekend. So I'm sitting in the top 2,000 now. Um, I only moved up a couple hundred spaces uh, after what I thought was a big score sitting in the 1,300s. But um, as I just said, the, the scores were ridiculous this weekend. You're into the top five thousand, mate, you're struggling. Not you haven't been in your sick bed to as an excuse for um giving out shitty super coach advice. <laughs> your rankings are doing the talking. And you know who, what is doing the talking? And I'm it's annoying me, but it's happening and it's staying. Nick. The Kirks. He's that flying. Solo
0: Sunday pot, he's it gotta is. be prepared. He's gotta have the info. So he's
1: up to 193 overall, having an amazing year, score thirteen fifty on the weekend. Uh, Congrats to him, he's leading the way with all the contributors, uh, and Carlos isn't too far behind him. The Young Legends League, um, it's 10th overall. That's fantastic, and I had a look today at the overall rankings with the leagues and the SC Talk leagues are all throughout the top 100. So, fantastic there. I think we're actually the only one that's in the top 10 at the moment from the Supercoach Talk. Um, Even Tommy Sangster had a good weekend which uh, I think pushed up our rankings, and our average score in the league league would have been around about 1,300, I'd say. So doing well, boys. Let's try and get that number one spot. Um, How are you going to improve your rankings, JT? Well, I tried
0: to copy Kirkup's team last week, so I brought Gutho in, and, and look how that turned out. A great Twitter photo came out of that one for my boy Gutho. I missed about 15,000 tackles and let the storm stroll all over them. So, no, I I chased points last week. I brought Lolo in early as well. Um, That sort of came off um, 70-odd points there. But now I'm just at that stage where I'm trying to throw Hail Mary passes and hope they'll stick. And you know how this game works. They largely don't, but that's the fun of it. So I'm just here to have fun, mate. I'm not here to to scale the rankings, although if I can crack top 5K, I'm going to be happy. Okay, all right. Well, I don't like the sound of losers. (laughs) I'm a Cowboys fan, mate. It's the way that we are at the moment, sadly. This is the news.
1: Once again, there's plenty happening uh, in Teamless Tuesday and injuries this week, JT. The team's analysis took me ages to write last night. Multiple teams had just significant changes, both forced some huge droppings and it's just crazy. So um, let's just jump into it. Uh, the Melbourne Storm, so you've got Jerome Hughes and Curtis Scott who are both out injured. Scott looks like he's out for a few months. Um, and Hughes is out with a concussion, so uh, missing just the one week it seems. you got Ryan Papenhusen, or Heisen, um, who replaces Hughes at fullback. We'll talk about him a little bit on later on. And Marion Sev um, replaces Curtis Scott um, moving along to the Panthers, you got Aikens. Is that how you pronounce it? Aikens, yeah. Close well, up. I apologize if that's not it. I, I think some, a punter pulled me up on Friday night about the, the wrong pronunciation as I was yelling something stupid out. We just yeah. pronounced pronunciation wrong. So you're doing well. Flying. Well, you're more than welcome to take over any point in time. <laughs> Please keep JT. Going. Uh Mansor, they've both been dropped for the Panthers. Uh Dylan Edwards and rookie Brian Toe. I don't know how again. Had it. So that, but I think that is okay. Toe. Yep, that'll do. Okay, let's do that. Waka Black is back. Fantastic today. I actually read a report that he said, you know, clearly did the right thing. I was a dickhead. I deserved to be dropped. So good on him. Um, and Liam Martin is an interesting one as well. So he's uh, priced quite cheaply. Starts at lock, and he could be one to look for for round twelve coverage. Um, with LEO who looks like he's missing at least until around thirteen. Um, and you, your boy, mate, Wade Egan drops. Yeah, it's another kick up the backside. So were you sick the team, then as but... well, or is it just is he sick? No, were you sick then as well, or is that there... where do you oh, How do you blame the bad, bad decision on?
0: No, I think I don't know why he was scapegoated. He's It's a weird one he's always been sort of in and out of this side here and but you can't imagine Sione Katoa is going to stay as their long-term number nine option I'm just looking at that hoping that it's a kick up the backside for from a boy Wadey and he'll be back firing in uh in our round 12 but yeah that's that's typical you you jump the gun early on these guys and, and that's that can happen but yeah I mean Penrith players at the moment are just ticking time bombs um who knows what's happening at that club seems a bit of a basket case but at least they're trying something, unlike my own club. But we'll get to them
1: later. So Jake Bird is unfortunately out for the season with an ACL. Is probably the uh, the best Broncos player this year. Um, he's really returned to form, and, and that was shocking. And look, um, you know, it didn't look like anything. I, just, I thought it was a cramp when we saw it in real yeah, life. Walked it off. Yeah, well, not walking, I mean that that typically off. happens with an ACL, but that's a real shame. So he's out for the season. Um, surprisingly, you don't have James Roberts coming back into the side to cover. So um, there's a bit going on there. Boy Cordner is out through concussion. Uh, Michael Gordon is out injured, but he's looking like he'll miss just the one week. He's been replaced by A.J. Brimson. And then uh, in the front row, there's a bit of a reshuffle with uh, Shannon Boyd and Boyka uh, Fatuiaka, uh, who is uh, coming into the starting side of prop. Yeah, an interesting one there. I Why think, are you laughing?
0: <laughs> just your, your pronunciations, mate. Your old pronunciations. Well, just
1: um, well, how would you pronounce it? Potuweka,
0: I believe. Potoweka. <laughs> the accepted uh, pronunciation. But no, an interesting one there, because he's, he's obviously one that a few people have talked about um, <coughs> last year and, and even this year when he's been named at starting. Um, so Boyd, I think, has got an issue... Uh, their niggle or something to that effect. No uh, ha. Uh, yeah, no ha. So not sure how long fodou has got that spot for, but very interesting option for round twelve.
1: I disagree. Okay. I, I think that um I actually wrote a little bit of a spill in the team's analysis and said super coach beast all this kind of stuff. Then when I had a look at the stats, what do you think his um, point per minute is this year? Uh, well, he was like 1.2, 1.3 last year,
0: but I'll say he's come back to the pack a little and 1.0, 1.1 maybe. Yeah, he's one. Yeah.
1: Well, that's probably not
0: what you want from a 40 to 50 minute. So I don't minute. really
1: see the upside there. He's, he's averaging 30 to 40 minutes at the moment. Uh, in the games in which he did start, I think it was two rounds ago, he started at the number 10. His minutes are only floating around the 35 to, to, to high 30s. So... Um, and he has played those minutes last couple of weeks as well. So there has been a lot of talk by um, certain individuals that we associate with in a WhatsApp um, chat about him, talking him up, but I just don't see it. I think it's the, as Wilfred and um, Bear would like to call it, the hype train. Yeah, well, he, he's, we say it a lot, but he's he's one to watch, because if he does come out and rediscover it's that, he's worth a real good look. He's,
0: he's worth a good, a good hard look. In your best kiwi XME <laughs> bro. Go to, I'm gonna go
1: fishing bro. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Watch out Nick. Um, So you got CHN uh, for the Bulldogs and he returns after missing magic round due to personal reasons. So it's good to see him back. Chris Smith to the bench. Reese Martin is back in the 17 but only as far as the bench. Not not really sure to make out of that one. Adam Elliott is out and his spot has been taken by Danny Fulolo who comes into the bench. For the Parramatta Eels, you got George Jennings, I think, playing his first game for the year. Um, he comes in for the suspended Sevo, who has been fantastic of late. Um, but, you know, he was lucky to, to cop what he did on the weekend, a couple of really bad yeah, that shots. Was, that was nasty. He's that
0: yeah. a couple in a row now. And uh, lucky to be out just for the week, but also lucky not to be out sent off in that game. Um, it's definitely calls for it because, obviously... No, he did, did get sent off. Sin bin, yeah. as opposed to agree yeah, sorry. But... Um, Yeah, Jerome Hughes is even missing this week. So it was a bad, bad uh, bit of technique. So got to work on that, Micah. Oh,
1: well, if I was Jerome Hughes, we would just turn to Sivo and just go look at the scoreboard, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he could tell where the scoreboard was, (laughs) poor Hughes. He would have pointed at us. Um, So Josh Hoffman, the forgotten man, he is back for his first game, play at centre. Will Smith has been named as starting 5 8 after. Salmon was dropped to the reserves. And you've got Manu Mao, who starts at lock. is interesting. So he's been playing mid-40 minutes. Um, I don't really see that increasing too much while he's playing in the middle um, because you've got Moroa um, who's there as well, that can come through uh, and play lock uh, off the bench. So uh, interesting to see this week what they start to do. If they start to bring um, Mao back onto that edge or keep him at lock, but he's definitely one to, to keep an eye on, particularly because he's available as a centre wing uh and uh and yeah his price is starting to fall down to an attractive level and covers round 12. reed moni is uh is the starting hooker and penny Terapo is back on the bench as well so that was a, a very interesting change don't know why they did that but they've reverted back to the norm there um, your boy the Simon, the the og
0: simonson star bailey is back he's replacing jordan rapana who uh, he's just had a horrible run of injuries uh, in the last few years And it's continued again um, It's actually not as bad as first thought for him So he'll be out, I think it was uh, three or more weeks um, Which is better than
1: first expected But yep. yeah, Bailey, he's there So he could cover round 12, which is good But he does have a break even that's, what, 27 or something like yeah, that Yeah, and so. he's touch and go Touch so and he's, go to get there He's not a trading target for me right now But um, let's see what he does this weekend Corey Allen He's one that we're going to touch on a little bit later on, but he shifts to the wing to fullback, and that's his preferred position. Wayne Bennett came out at the start of the season and said he's not playing in the side unless he's playing fullback, albeit he's played majority of the games on the wing. Um, so he replaces the injured Alex Johnston, so that is going to be um, one to watch. Yeah, thankfully for owners like me that have stuck solid, uh, even though he hasn't been going spectacularly
0: with... Sort of were hoping he would last at least until round 12 and provide a body, but the fact he's gone back to fullback opens up a lot more attacking doors for him. Yep. They don't agree. like going down his side for whatever
1: reason, he's very uninvolved in games, but hopefully this just sparks him. Agree, and then, um, it's, yeah, so he, so Alex Johnson is gonna be missing a month, so round 12 coverage, although it was there, hmm. hopefully we've got some added points. So his base has been horrific. Um, it's been in the teens from memory, so um, break even at the moment, Allen is in the 40s. Yep. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that he just hits that. Yeah, um, but just needs a try. That's just needs a try, and those additional base, would which which would really help with the runs, uh, and then hopefully round 13 trade to RTS is on the cards. Very hopeful. Hopefully RTS stops killing it, and the score has being a it's little more... It's his, basically hit his level. It's 600k is probably what you're going to have to pay. Um, at the Seagulls, you've got Dylan Walker, who got found, not guilty, comes straight back into the side in the centres. Uh, and there's heaps of other changes there. So you've got Tafua, Fanua Blake, and also Croker who are coming straight back into the starting side. That is a, a huge boost um, to them. And I, I think, um, you know, we, we saw them live last weekend. And they look good for probably about the first 20 minutes. Yep. And then the the, the mighty Broncos have steamrolled the them. Mighty.
0: Mate. If only the Broncos could play reserve grade size every week, mate. You guys would steamroll the competition. But, yeah, no, they've... Stuck solid, despite all these injuries manly, so it's good to see him get the cavalry back. Um, probably no one in that list, aside from maybe Fenua Blake, that might be relevant, um, but he just can't stay on the park this Misses year. Misses is every so second game. Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate for him as he gets through a fair bit of work there, but uh, yeah, who knows. With him coming back, he's freshened up, but I wouldn't be touching him until you've seen a bit from him,
1: uh, but yeah, so... That's Interesting
0: it. what happens with Walker though. So I'm just
1: i just went to the NRL app and um, went to the ladder section. What we, yeah, it's not round twenty five yet. Mate. I just see the Broncos are eleventh and the Cowboys the thirteenth. So I was just going back to your comment about playing a um, a second grade side every weekend. Mate, just
0: Google premierships, mate, in the last decade and we'll end
1: this discussion then and there. I'll just just Google round round two as well. <laughs> All right. That's it, that's all the teams for the week. So what beer is it tonight, JT? It's the, finally, I get a
0: taste of the Australian Weed Ale by uh, our good mates, The Weldest Dog, and it's going down tremendously, as much as I can taste it. Uh, It's it's working its way through. Um, It's almost, I reckon, medicinal because I'm feeling absolutely 99% a little bit better. Well, that's good. It's working very, very
1: well. Probably is, mixing with all those uh, paracetamol I've been it, showing you. It is a delicious beer and you can, uh, uh, tapping on it now. Ooh, that'll annoy them. That'll annoy some people, but it's we're drinking a tinny. so. Um, and I'm regretting only putting um, the one in the fridge for both of us. So, But on realisation that I'll give you four tonight to take home to sample over the next couple of days because I don't know how much you have been looking forward to to this one. And, and on the weekend, we both wore our welder's dog uh, hats and mate, I was surprised by how many people pulled us up uh, and just said, how do you know the welder's dog? Are you from Armandale? I didn't be surprised. So we actually, when I was in Cairns, we saw that it was stocked at the
0: oh, I think Crown Hotel. Um, nice looking establishment in the, the, the city there. Um, so it's, it's getting a fair, uh, fair bit of coverage
1: throughout our great state here. Absolutely, and uh, you know what that means then time for the Welder's Dog Unpopular Supercoach Opinion of the Week. JT, what is yours? Mate, I have barely, barely put much thought into this
0: one, but what I've thought today is that I'm not seeing a lot of talk about Patrick Herbert being a buyer still this week. So if you're like me and you missed out on him last week, uh, he had a bit of a quiet game, a quiet outing at Suncorp Stadium and scored 20-ish points and he still only valued just over 200k. So he was all the rage last week. Um, there were a fair few fires to be putting out, so some people went elsewhere. But um, if you like him as a genuine goal-kicking centre option, I think yep. he's got a lot of uh, security to his spot at the Warriors there. He's mm-hmm. been one of the shining lights in a otherwise poor season for them. Um, I think he's definitely one that you should be keeping on your radar. And if you're like me, I'm actually going him this
1: week. Because um, that's, what's that, 30K um, that he's increased? That's nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about that we did, in as part of our two-minute drill a little bit later on. Um, so I, I agree with everything you've, you've said there. Hasn't gone up too much. The job security looks pretty good and is definitely goal-kicking for the Warriors. So, And I say unpopular
0: just because I haven't seen a lot of chat about him. So it's all about your Deardens and even Hudson Young's getting a, more of a run this week than he is. So Best to keep Paddy Herbert in your
1: mind. It is. So my unpopular uh, Welders Dog Supercoach unpopular opinion of the week is that Jai Arrow is more of a hold over the origin period than Jake Trovoyevich.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. I, I tend to the way that I play the game is just to hold these guys pretty much for the season if I think they're keepers. So you're you're always one that sort of looks for opportunities to uh, trade out these players and bring them back in post origin. So what's your reasoning for getting rid of a guy like Jerbo, who's I reckon
1: arguably been arguably been more consistent than Jai Arrow? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he definitely has up until a certain point in time. So once uh, James went down injured, and that was in round six, I think into the 12th minute of that game, he's averaged 70 minutes per game, and we're all crying out for the minutes, and he finally got it. So the past month or so, he's played 70-plus uh, minutes, uh, and that's resulted in plenty of supercoach points. And so now he's averaging 70 supercoach points per game. Um, if I have a look at the what's potentially going to happen, he's, he could well, I don't know what's going to happen now with the Queensland side with, with just some form of certain players, but um, my original thinking was that he'd play off the bench, limited minutes, um, and then still be fresh as the daisy for the Titans games over the period. Um, whereas Trevojevic is just going to be one of the main men for New South Wales, you think, this year. Uh, although last year, didn't really do too much to his scoring. He was averaging still 80 minutes per game, and I think he had a mid-50 score and then an 80 score in between the the origin round. So... I mean, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I would like to hold both, but on the fact that he misses two games in just that few weeks and you can trade him to someone that's going to cover you at least um, through that, uh, you know, uh, potentially you've got to move on one of the the origin players. Particularly, I've, I've got four or five on my side at the moment, depending on if Cleary gets picked. So um, I'm probably going to move on one. I'm not selling Tedesco. I'm not selling Cook. Uh, so Gerbo might be the one to to go. And I can't see his price fluctuating that much, whereas I can see Jai price going back up. So there's a couple of factors there that I'm
0: thinking, and that's that Jai has obviously got the more extensive injury history, even this year, has had a couple of niggles that he's been dealing with. So I would tend to lean more towards the fact that he would get managed over the origin period and rested if it came to that um, for the Titans, as opposed to Gerber, who's proven durable and... Um, is, is one of the manly linchpins he needs to be out there um, no matter what and I think that's that's the way that they play him and also the the fact that Tommy Turbo is lurking around so obviously once he gets back um, we, we've seen what that can do to Gerbo himself and the attacking stats that that opens up there so I would hate to be missing out on uh, that potential opportunity over the origin period so um, I mean, if you if you're worried about tying up too much cash on the bench for those those rounds, and, and you reckon there's a, a a nice pod you can get
1: there, I'd, I'd agree. But I reckon hold both of them personally. Fair enough, and they could I've used a lot of trades this year, so I potentially could be the.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right?
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: He's in a race everyone's talking about trading out Jairo, but um, I think that he's potentially a better hold over that period on the basis of what he's done over the past month. (laughs) All right, JT. It's the two minute drill. It's time for us to smash through ten points which we want to cover today. We've both got a minute each. Let's start with the first one. It's Thomas Dearden, a must. So, going back to what you are saying about uh, about Herbert, like I don't think he is. I think um, you can get him next week at about thirty grand, um, maybe more expensive. He's averaging in the mid thirties. The plus side with him is that it's all been based from so far. It's all been based so far. Um, Job security looks really good, um, particularly how he's impacting Milford's play, um, and any kind of attacking stats going to see him hit over fifty, and that's going to see his break even go straight up. But for me, it's a no. You don't need to jump on if you have got other moves that you need to make, and you can get him next week. Yeah, I mean, the only um, I'm actually looking at him this week, and that's because
0: I just need to move on um, Harris Tavita at some point. So this is just giving me a bit more cash uh, within that move, and I guess you never really know what'll happen week to week so he has got the roosters this week so y- you can't imagine he's, he's likely to go too big based on what we've seen there but uh, I'm just looking to get CHT out as, as soon as I can basically and, and Dearden's uh, the only avenue I've seen to do that uh, based on the way that my side's configured at the moment so I agree, it's like a good base stat game and uh, the risk that you're taking by not getting him this week and, and holding is, is probably not that great but for me and the way that my team is I'm, I'm getting him in That is super annoying. Sorry to everyone out there, but and loves it. So that's that's the sound that means we've, we've waffled off for far
1: too long. I'm, it's I'm fantastic. I'm surprised you didn't stop and start that basically as soon as I started talking. Like <laughs> well, now you've given me a great... Um, okay, the next one is, should we trade in Ryan Pappenhuysen for the price grab? What do you think, JT? Uh,
0: not in my side, no. So... The reason being is that we've seen what he's done off the bench leading up to that game like last week was was one of the most ridiculous unreal uh, unfathomable performances you're ever going to see from a guy that's come on with you know half an hour to go or whatever he just carved him up he looked insane and he turned up and anytime people see that that's obviously going to create some ruckus in the super coach world and everyone's going to be jumping on but and the fact that he's now named at fullback this week as a short-term covering option for Jerome Hughes has also enticed a few people. But I think you got to look realistically at him, and it's it's more than likely he goes back to the bench from next week onwards, and then you ride out the, the next few price rises not playing him in your side in the hope that he's a body starting for you, maybe filling in for Cameron Munster in round 16. So it's a lot uh, to go between now
1: and then, and I think it's... It's a bit too much of a, a wasted risk for mine. So I disagree a bit. I won't be bringing him in this weekend um, just because it's. I, I, I'm going to have to be moving on Sherry, and the profit that I'm going to be making from Sherry to, to him is just not enough to justify it. If I had abatement, for example, I need to move on. I might consider doing it just purely for a two week uh, crack at the price. I mean, if he scores 50 this week and scores 10 the week after from the bench, he's going up by 130K. You make your 130K profit, selling for round 12, and then that's just a really, really easy stepping stone to a Clint Gutherson. So if I was holding onto um I would definitely consider bringing it in. Cool, so the next one. This is a really interesting one, and um, I don't know really which way to go about this one, but I'm keen on your input, um, and I believe you own him, is Andrew Fafita a sit this week?
0: I've actually done something a little unusual with him. So obviously he's uh, a bit up in the air as to whether he'll start or uh, play the games we've mentioned. So he's the last game of the round, which is always a bit painful when you get these 50-50s there. So what I've done is I've also got Martin Tepau in my side, who hasn't been setting the world on fire. But I've got the reserve sitting on Fafida at the moment, but I can move it to Tepau if needed on the Sunday afternoon. So you're not starting Tepau? I'm not starting to power. And that's just because I'll be left with an AE of something awful if I, um, it turns out that feeder Fifi, is a last-minute withdrawal. So I don't think it's too much of a risk there, but yep. it, it's a lot to weigh up uh, on your mind there, the fact that he's the last game of the round. So you need to make sure that uh, you do have someone capable that you can shift the reserve to, otherwise you run the risk of copying the AE. Um, yeah, we know how good he is at backing up, so he could be fine, but I'm not taking the risk.
1: Well, perfect timing there. Um, I agree with everything that you've said. Uh, the biggest thing for me is because it is the last game that he's been locked into like that front row forward one or two position um, for the whole season, shift him to your bench straight away and do exactly what you've said. You can even put your reserve there, wait in the late mail. Um, we've got three fantastic guys. We've got NRL Physio. We've got our boy Stilesy and our old boy Wacko. Um, they know what's going on, they'll have some fantastic mail over the weekend, just follow them, um, and then yeah, there's a couple of guys you can probably flick between, uh, so I would be maybe just uh, just holding off and um, keeping him there as your 17th man, but um, hopefully he plays, and if he does, you gotta start him. Yep. Okay, so the next one is uh, one we alluded to in the team's analysis, is that Corey Allen is now starting at fullback, so he's been a big disappointment this week, uh, this year, sorry, uh, now that he's shifting to fullback, is he the potentially... Well, let's, let's look at this in twofold question into a minute. Is he a start candidate this week? And secondly, would you look to trade him in? Uh, I'd say no to both, uh, to be quiet. Um, Frank,
0: so no, uh, and I don't think you can trust him enough. Um, and, and surely you've got better options in your 17 now. Uh, given where we are at the season, to not be going him. And this is the first time we'll see him at fullback there. We know he's got a, a big um, potential super coach game. Uh, we've heard all the, the talk about him being a specialist fullback and all of that. But I think it's a perfect chance to sit back and watch if you're an owner. And if you're not an owner, I, I don't think you'd be bringing him in on the basis that he's now uh, fullback for the next month or so. So I don't think we've seen enough from him. And it's not someone I'd be jumping on. I think there are too many other options at the moment that... Uh, slightly better priced and with the better break-evens and all that sort of business. So uh, no, I wouldn't be starting him this week and no, I wouldn't be bringing
1: him in. Okay. I mean, he's priced very similar to, um, I know I'm getting pronouncing, pronouncing the, the name incorrectly, but is it Pappenhuizen or Pappenhuizen? I've heard of Pappenhuizen. Pappenhuizen. We'll, go we'll go to that. We'll go i heard uh, Super Coach Addict's Facebook page started a
0: poll and they came up with uh, Small Puppy is uh Ryan Papenhuisen's
1: nickname. Well I don't think we can refer to anything that Super Jadnings takes take that for salt. Absolutely brilliant. Small puppy he is. Okay. Anyway, you're taking valuable time away from my one one minute. My pleasure. Here. Price the same. Um, there's you can't compare both in terms of cash making. One's gonna play round twelve for you, the other one's not. So um, I don't think he's a trade in right now. You need to wait a week. Um and I don't think you're going to be starting him. They're playing the Raiders, who have been really, really good this year. So um, I'll keep him as a non-playing reserve at this stage. And um, hopefully that he can get a couple of 40s and improve his B E. Cool. All right, we're halfway through JT. Uh, our boy, we're so happy with him on the weekend. Is Ponga, is Ponga just a lock captain every week? Yeah. Uh, No,
0: I don't think so, Um, and I know he's gone 80s, and I think he had 170-odd since he's moved to fullback. He's obviously been killing it every week, but he's saving it bloody late, like, what was that, 78th minute over the weekend? It's always going to happen. Then the week before that, he did the same thing against the Warriors, so it's just too much for your uh, wee little heart to take, I think, watching uh, this guy run around. So we know what he can do, and it's great to see, but... I think week to week, unless he's playing a, a weaker opposition, um, I'm sort of leaning towards the guys that are a bit more involved and a bit more reliable. So at the moment, Mitchell Pierce is just doing everything for that side, and is chiming in where needed. So I think you need uh, someone with a bit more capacity to um, to make the runs more frequently, whereas Ponga relies on that uh, one or two moments of brilliance throughout the game. But I wouldn't say no to a captain option, a captaincy option week to week, but... Um, yeah, I just don't think I didn't want to don't want to be riding that train uh, for
1: the rest of the season I mean, I agree with most of the stuff that you just said then the only thing is that Pong was on 40 at half time he scored under 80 since moving from fullback once um, so if you saw that at any other player you would just go, well, yeah, why not? I mean, if Gerber was not locking in 80s every week, he would, we would not be moving that off him. And yes, he can say that he's getting that in base. But, you know, the the try, the line break, the line break assist, the goals, that's all part of really Ponga's base. Um, am I going to be starting him as captain every week? No, but this week against the Dragons is a big chance. The week after against the Roosters is a little bit harder. Um, and he has the buy, but he's been in phenomenal form and, and so happy I started the season with him. I'm going to just pose this one, next one over to you. I'm not even going to answer it because I, I, um, I don't like giving you too much credit, but I, I know that you're a big Cowboys fan and you're going to know a lot about this than most other people. What about Mitchell Dunn? So last weekend he played close to 80 minutes, um, which was surprising for a lot of people. Um, I know there was some reshuffling going around with the forwards and then you also had Jordan who going off with our HIA. Um, 196K and likely to cover around 12. I mean, no one's talking about him this m- at the moment as a potential cheapie option. I know you wrote about him in the, the Mega Guide as being a potential um, rookie for this year, um, or cash cow. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it was interesting seeing him out there for uh,
0: that long over the weekend. Obviously, circumstances helped him out there. Um, but this guy was a 5'8th coming up through the ranks. So he's got a pl- bit he's of huge. play. of he, he does have a bit of playmaking ability about him and he's obviously stuck on the weight uh, to make it up into first grade so I genuinely like him as a rugby league player I think he's been <coughs> excuse me one of our few shining lights for the year and I'm glad that he's getting a bit of an extended run now he was in and out of the side a um, couple of things in terms of I guess a super coach um, analysis for him is that uh, we just don't know what's going to happen with the minutes so Paul Green's been very weird with what he's done with our bench forwards in the Weird rotation. Or shit? Uh, he's been questionable, but he obviously knows more than you and I, so you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt there. Or, but Or play- does
1: he? Or has he just been uh, gifted having one of the greatest players of all time? In Moving his side?
0: on. So he's been playing Frank Molo for 15 minutes. He's been playing Dunny, um, Dunny Bill Williams now and again for 15, 15 or so minutes as well. So right, love what's, Mitchell Dunn what's player. Fi- what's I'm your no final good. assessment? Uh, Be- <laughs> Be- go the... Cowboys. Nah, look, look elsewhere. There's there's better players than Dunny,
1: and, and he's just a bit too much of a question mark. No more Cowboys. No more Cowboys. All right. Um, let's get back into it, hey? Uh, Aiden Tolman. So he's never been in the most popular players to be traded in each week. He covers round 12, averaging 60 points per game this year. Out of all the uncertainty that's facing the Dogs, he just is something that is just so certain every week. 50-plus minutes, 60 points, nothing more, nothing less. You know what you're going to get. Is he someone that you would target for round 12 and potentially just carry for the rest of the year? Uh, I
0: would target him for round 12, and I probably will bring him in because I did the exact same move last year. I'm a big Tolman fan. and What you said, he just gets the job done. He's meat and potatoes. He'll churn out that. That time, particularly with Dylan Napa out of the side, he yep. obviously flourished um, at that stage during the year and with Napa uh, likely being in the Queensland side, he'll do the same again. So genuine option for, for round 12. He's a great asset to have in your lineup there. And he is one that you could play um, week to week as a sort of, I reckon,
1: an 18th or 19th uh, man in your side. Good, so, uh, yeah, I think he's a good cover to have on for the run home. Um, not playing, but if someone does get injured, you've got someone you can just stick in there if you're running low on trades. Yeah, exactly. He's He just gets the job done. I don't
0: think, looking at his scores here, he's he's had one 42-point uh, game, but aside from that, it's been uh, 50 or above, uh, mostly 60s and, and a bit of 70 in there. So that's great stuff from from the big man who doesn't get a lot of attacking stats.
1: Yeah, so I agree, I agree with you again uh, with that one. Uh, JT, uh, I mean, he's not the sexiest pick. Um, he's probably not going to be someone that I'd love Those to blonde, have. Those blonde,
0: luscious locks are, are pretty
1: good looking, mate. Joe Fitz has dreams about him, I'm sure. Joe, ha- Joe Fitz has some weird dreams. He also wishes he was bare as well. <laughs> Hopefully we got to get that on at some stage. We will. Uh, anyway, um, probably not someone I'm going to bring in, particularly the price that is likely to be for 12 Um, But I, can, I don't disagree with anyone that's going to bring him in. Cool. All right, we're in the run home here, guys. Three more left. Uh, your favourite man, Anthony Milford, is he back?
0: I think I should defer to you on this one, given my well-known opinions about the Broncos. But no, he's definitely not back at all. Um, might even be playing Origin, depending on how the halves thing goes. So definitely not one anyone should be looking at. I don't think he. you can judge his performances against the Sharks and against a depleted manly side as anything. Uh, reflective of what he's likely to produce based on what he's done against decent teams throughout the year um, so no I don't, I don't think so it's interesting that it's a very brand new combination obviously there at the Broncos and they've got a, a new look uh, hooker in there as as well just to uh, throw it out a bit in the spine as well but I think Milford is a bit of a flat track bully and unless you're picking him there to play on matchups at that price, then I don't think there's much uh, reason to be bringing that guy in. And no, he's not back. He's going to hit a 30
1: this week against the might of the Roosters. Yep. Again, I agree with the majority of his said. Too much agreeing. Too much agreeing. Well, it just, I guess what, it's, what happens unless one of us is in the top 1,000. <laughs> That's why we need Kirk up back. <laughs> All right. So I think, yeah, up against the Roosters this week, really, really tough. Um, but you can't ignore what's happened over the past couple of weeks we did in the side so you've got scores of 47 and 97 uh, and then before that he had a 75 against the Sharks so no I don't think you can trust him to bring him in Um, you could take a punt and do it but I think that punt um, was a couple of weeks ago when he was before 400 not playing round 13 now sorry round 12 I'd at least wait until 13 to see if he's going to be selected for Origin if he doesn't the form continues um, that he's definitely a player that you'd be looking to potentially bring in uh, you know, for, for maybe a, a cart ride or something like that who you need to trade out in the halves um, and and yeah that's about it so not someone they'll be targeting now but maybe for 13. And I guess origin
0: period always brings out some depleted opposition so good chance for the MILF to strike
1: Cardia start versus the dog so are you a Cardi owner? I think we know that I am not a Cardi
0: owner. And what do you owe me now? Uh, In terms of stake bets, I think I'm still one or two up over the the year. No, you're not. Yeah, we had uh, Damian Cook, the Josh Hodgson bet one week, where Hodgson miraculously pulled out a higher score. And someone from last year, Sparky or. He'll know that he's got a spreadsheet about it, but I think I'm definitely one up on you still, and we've still got to go to Johnny Ringos. We talk about we still it this. We to go to Johnny Ringo. even given you value for money. <clears throat> All
1: right, so you're burning through time here. Um, well, would you, if you owned Cardi, would you start it no, this week? I would not start Cardi
0: in any given week ever. He'll miss you. 10,000 tackles, best those. case scenario, Best case scenario. he flicks a stupid offload that finds the mark and they score in the 80th minute to wrap up a solid 56 loss for the Titans, so no, wouldn't play him, why,
1: why would you, surely you've got better options. So I'm tempted, on the basis that the dog's edge has given up on average of 53 points per game, uh, the edge that he'll be playing on this week, so um, the dogs have been horrific, Cardi's um, any chance to score, have an attacking stat. Option for a 17th man, depends where you're coming. If you need desperately need points, I think it's not the worst, um, throw at the stumps. Um, would I feel comfortable or would I sleep easy knowing that he's in my 17? No, um, but that's, that's it's just a lot of fun, right?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be calling it fun when you're sitting there in the 80th minute, 30 points in, he's done nothing. But we'll see, best of luck to you, and if you're like me and you need to start throwing these Hail Marys, then then maybe he's an option, but surely anyone with Bryce Cartwright in their side is doing well in the top 1K, so you wouldn't need to be doing that, would you?
1: Don't know, but I, I would be thinking that Cardi is a chance for a good matchup this week. Last one, and the most important question of the day. Should JT stop giving Supercoach advice? Yeah, I want to know
0: where this has come from, mate. I've only given gems out on this podcast, as I'm sure all the listeners can agree, but I've had a, had a rough run, and you brought up in your team list something that I told Sparky. So last week, he was tossing up between Paul Vaughan and Ryan Madison to uh, knock out of his side. I didn't know that it was Madison. Yes, mate. so I'm, I'm copping heat from you. I'm getting champed on your, your bloody team list. But why wouldn't have to trade either
1: of them out? Well, I
0: didn't think Vaughan was doing that well anyway. Well, why, I forget why, he was why doing, he, why I think he, he brought in Lolo or Gerbo, well, wants, Gerbo way or someone you should have been looking like at
1: his side giving him better advice and go, no, mm-hmm. you don't sell either. Well, why did he come to
0: me and not you? Both work with the guy. You but were up saying, with him in Cairns. Just saying, I told him, between Maddo and Paul Vaughn, poor Vaughn who got yeah. some miracle offload away for... Jai Fields try and without it gets about a 50 what he's been hitting all year. So, stand by my decision. Matto churned out a ton, did great. We called him a hold a few weeks ago. Anyone who's
1: still got him, well done. I don't need too long. Yes, stop giving super (laughs) coach advice JT. (laughs) Trade Fawn, train Madison. Like, why would not look at the rest of the side and go, okay, well maybe we can look and try and get someone else out. And then you bring in Gutho. I mean, for an experienced supercoach player to bring him in when he's got a high break even playing the Storm. Uh, it's Gutho. What is wrong with you? God, I took a punt, mate. I told you I needed Wade to. Wade Egan? You're having a laugh, mate. You're having a laugh. Clear
0: is stitching me up here. He'll be back next week. But, you absolute laugh. But you generally, Gutho, I took a punt. I knew other people wouldn't. Uh, thought I needed to bring him in so, uh, sooner rather than later. He dropped cash. Mate, you but, know who you're you knows, Im- he's playing the boys this week. You know who you're Make a of? of? Yeah. 2018 Nick Kirkup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look what happened, so 2020, I'm winning this damn thing. All right, that's it for the two minute drill this week. Um, got through a heap of content. So JT, what's a hit up on the site uh, to come? So the buy sell hold is up right now. I know there's a few issues um, with the website, but the, the guys in the back end are, uh, are working on it to try and fix it up. Hopefully it should be up when you guys wake up uh, tomorrow morning. Um, the minutes, maybe. Yeah, if that dog vomits it up. Yeah, who knows what's happening there. Uh, Lakey's captains tomorrow. Uh, the Thursday report will be up, and weather and late mail uh, will be hitting the uh, the website on Friday, so do not miss that. One thing that I didn't say at the start of the podcast, completely forgot about it. We have agreed with Wilfred and Guy Ooh, on, the, uh, on the competing podcast on the Wednesday night, the other one that goes into far more depth. Has nowhere near as much fun. Much better analysis. Much better analysis. By much better looking. Great beards. Couple of people that might have won the competition. Someone in particular who used to be the Tekken champion of the world. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. We got that photo there. Tekken Wolf. Um, <laughs> so we've agreed that uh, we'll have a bit of a state of origin contest, if you like, or state of the podcast. Mm. So um, whoever has the most amount of points at the end of the year between the two podcasts, um, will earn themselves a free dinner steak. Mm. And that was brave of you because you've seen my ranking. You, you know. I, or is I this ha- from now on? No, no, I've seen your ranking, but I've also seen Wilfred's. Yeah, well, and I've also seen true. Wilfred's performance in every other year that he's won the, the championship. Guy's the one that I'm concerned with. I can see him coming home with a wet sail. Um, and then you've got me, JT. I mean, I finished 8,000 last year, so... I thought, okay, so don't play Cardi. Now you've dragged me into your side <laughs> week to week. Do not play Bryce Carr right this week. We've well, we, got it, a stake on this. We have got a stake on it. So um, that'll come. I'll bring that to the um, the start of the podcast from now on. We'll have a bit of an update. I'm sure the boys will as well. Um, but if you you uh, haven't got onto their podcast yet, strongly recommend it. It's fantastic stuff. Okay, that's it, JT. We've just crossed the 45-minute uh, mark. It's been good. It's been solid. Um, and I'm looking forward to this weekend, one another welder's dog right now, and I hope you get better. I am, I'm already
0: actually feeling better, so the welder's dog is medicinal as well as delicious. Before we go, Captain, quick one.
1: Ooh, well I'll be VC and Cleary. Yeah. Uh, And Captain for me, I put it on before, I'll be probably going either Lolo or Arrow. For me, VC Teddy, see you Lolo. I reckon Lola loves the eels. This is the week we bounce back. I think well, I think he's one hundred. or oh, he's tonning up this week. Yep, there's a try coming surely. Just in terms of how he scored last week, it was ridiculous. Yeah, barely did anything that I thought anyway. But he's just he's That's just he, does. he just gets those super coach points. So yeah, good call. And Gartho, right. you owe me some points, but don't win the game, please. All right, guys. See you next week. Yeehaw.